Okay, so there are quite a few common underlying root causes for hypothyroidism, or as I often sort of flip-flop back and forth, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, because if you're new around here, if you are diagnosed with hypothyroidism, there's actually a 90%-ish chance that what you have is not just hypothyroidism, but it's actually an autoimmune thyroid disease called Hashimoto's thyroiditis. You'll want to scoot back a couple episodes and listen in if that's new to you. Anyway, there are quite a few underlying root causes for Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and some of those things, well, these are all kind of my, like, (laughs) pillars of what I talk about on this podcast. Things like nutrient deficiencies, food sensitivities that cause inflammation, the combination of those two causes inflammation, an impaired ability to handle stress, intestinal permeability or leaky gut, having chronic infections, and then also having an impaired ability to handle toxins and get them out of your body. A lot of people have more than one root cause, and addressing all of these different elements can really help us feel better and start to chip away at the symptoms that we have as a result. So today we're going to be focused on something that can help one aspect of the possible underlying causes, and that is supporting healthy detox. So we're going to talk today about sweating. (laughs) Sweating is one of the best ways to get rid of toxins. And I know it's not sexy. There's no cleanse or no intensive detox retreat or chelation or really anything crazy. In fact, I'm kind of a big believer in creating routines and habits that support gentle daily detox, like slow, gentle detox every single day over those more intense detox programs that can really be stressful on your body and cause some other problems. But sweating is key to that process. And in case you're wondering, peeing and pooping are actually also on the top of my list for detoxing. All very, very sexy. In fact, certain toxins like cadmium and nickel are more concentrated in our sweat than they are in our urine. And you can increase your sweating in lots of different ways, like exercise or hot yoga or just, I don't know, wearing an extra layer when you go for a walk or work in your garden uh, or taking a hot bath. I actually like doing all of those things, but one of my favorite ways is by using a sauna. And saunas tend to carry an additional additional health benefits that aren't found in those other therapies. In a recent study of over 2,000 people with Hashimoto's thyroiditis or hypothyroidism, 57% of those people who used a sauna consistently reported that it made them feel significantly better. 52% said they had more energy and 41% reported that they saw improvement in their skin health and their pain levels. And in their mood, and even dropped a few extra pounds with using a sauna. There's lots of long-term benefits that can be seen when using saunas on a regular basis, and so in this episode, we're talking specifically about the benefits of sauna use for people who have hypothyroidism. And of course, I have a few simple shifts and suggestions that you can start to work on to make an impact in this area today. So grab a notebook and a pen, and let's get started with today's episode. Before we jump in, this week I want to encourage you to head to my website and take one of these symptom quizzes that I've created for you. You can find them at bit 
bit.ly slash thyroid dash tools. And especially this week, I'd like to point you toward the toxic load and liver function quiz since we're talking about detoxification and sauna use to support it. This is one of the quizzes that I've created to help you sort of assess some of your more subjective symptoms and figure out where you should put your energy and effort. I've got quite a few different quizzes there, but this week I want to talk specifically about the toxic load and liver function quiz. There's all sorts of symptoms that you could be dealing with that could be directly connected to the level of toxicity that you personally have in your body and your liver's level of congestion and challenge that it might have in helping to move those things out. So you can head to the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly slash thyroid tools and take the toxic load and liver function quiz and see where you're at. It's also a great thing to come back to over time and see what gains you've made in resolving these symptoms as you start to chip away at them and support your body in gentle detox. So head to bit.ly slash thyroid tools and take the short quiz assessing the symptoms that could be keeping you from feeling good as you move through your days. Welcome to the Natural Thyroid Fix. I'm Sarah Geisinger, a holistic lifestyle and nutrition coach and former hypothyroid mom who has reversed her thyroid disease using a natural approach to thyroid health. Trust me, I know what it feels like to move through life in a brain fog, needing a nap by mid-afternoon, and constantly be cleaning the hair you've lost out of the shower drain. Do you know what I'm talking about? If you're here, I bet you do. So if you're ready to reject the notion that this tired, hypothyroid life is as good as it gets and start implementing simple, natural strategies to live a vibrant, symptom-free life, then this is the podcast for you. Let's dive into today's show. Well, hello. So um, I love my sauna. I love saunas. And when I first learned about the benefits of sauna use years ago, I had no access to a sauna. We lived in a tiny little house and we had no money for extras like sauna or a health club that had a sauna or anything like that. So I started going to our local YMCA and they had a sauna in the women's locker room, which was lovely. It was great go in there. And a lot of times I was like the only one in there, but there would, you know, maybe occasionally be another woman in there. And then one day, a couple years after that, they had to close the sauna because of, I don't know, some ventilation issue or something. And they ended up moving to a combined men's and women's sauna, which was in like the pool area. And to be honest, if you've ever been in a sauna with a bunch of half naked, sweaty men, it's just not fun. I mean, no thank you. I mean, maybe for some people they don't care, but I care. Anyhow, that was when we started looking at ways that we could have a sauna at home. And so today I'm going to talk about the difference between traditional sauna and infrared sauna. I'm going to talk about some of the various types of infrared saunas, how saunas can help with detox and pain relief and circulation and weight loss and all the things. Uh, how to use them. And also I'll make some mention of who might not want to use a sauna. But you might be familiar with traditional saunas known as Finnish saunas. Uh, and maybe you've seen one at your gym or local spa or at a hotel or anything like that. Maybe you've even toured one of those super cool Roman baths uh, on a trip to Europe sometime. During the days of the Roman Empire, it was super common to take the time to go sweat out the day's worth of toxins, and they were used as a way to sort of de-stress and unwind, but they were also like a social connection point in the Roman era, and so it was kind of like a social way to improve your health. And so the ancient Romans were kind of onto something, uh, even if they maybe 
didn't know exactly how beneficial saunas were for their health. They could certainly not have predicted the level of sauna usage and sauna research and sauna everything that we have now. But over the centuries, various forms of heat therapy, and really in a lot of different cultures, there's, you know, like traditional sweat lodges or in Scandinavian countries, the sauna usage is very popular as well. And they're, they're, they kind of all take a different form. But in the past 20 years or so, infrared sauna therapy has become super popular and much more widely available, and also more studied, really relatively recently studied, which is pretty cool to find out how this thing that has the rich history and kind of unknown, they were, they were, people were doing it and they didn't necessarily know why it was good for them. I always think it's super cool when the science comes along and can kind of spell out what's happening physiologically in the body that is making it so that it is actually good for you, something that we thought was good for us. So a lot of studies have been done in the last couple of years to figure out exactly how heat therapy helps to benefit specifically symptoms like pain, fatigue, depression, high blood pressure, and wound healing. And these are also things that you can kind of lay those symptoms over the long list of symptoms that if you have hypothyroidism that you're probably experiencing as well. And so the uh, we're, we're in an, a time period where the anecdotal evidence is moving into scientifically proven evidence, which I think is always cool. And understanding how that that works specifically in the area of autoimmune disease is something that's really interesting to me. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. To understand the benefits of infrared heat and really how it works in the body, first you kind of need to understand the difference between traditional sauna and infrared sauna, as well as kind of the the different types of light that uh, are used in infrared in infrared light. So traditional saunas have either been like wood stoves or like electric heaters that heat up the air to about 160 to 210 degrees Fahrenheit. And the humidity is usually between like 10 and 20%. And if you're familiar with like a Finnish sauna, that is something that that is that's pretty traditional. You maybe experience that. And I would say that was what there was what we had at my YMCA. This is maybe more common in a lot of gyms. They're maybe older. I think I'm seeing more and more. There's infrared saunas uh, in newer, more upscale uh, health spas and things like that. But a lot of times those traditional saunas are available. But the warmed air that's created in the sauna is what heats the skin. But the heat really only penetrates the skin by a couple millimeters in a traditional sauna, which is still good. It causes a good sweat. It has, you know, there's a lot of benefits there. However, infrared saunas, they uh, only heat up to about 104 to 140 degrees, but the heat directly penetrates the body instead of using air as a means to create heat. And so because that, because of that, the heat penetrates a lot deeper and it also stimulates more of a vigorous sweat than traditional saunas and is useful to, it reaches fat tissue, it reaches into the neuromuscular system. So that means that infrared saunas can have all sorts of different benefits that are beyond just a traditional sauna. So that's pretty cool. Additionally, the demand on the cardiovascular system is significantly less. So the body doesn't have to do more work to get the added benefits when you're using an infrared sauna. And so that's why I'm a big fan specifically, yes, of saunas, but specifically of infrared saunas. Infrared light is sort of like an invisible electromagnetic energy, and its wavelength is a little bit longer than visible light. And so we feel it as heat. And so you might have heard other terms associated with infrared, such as like far infrared or middle infrared or near infrared, but all of those terms correspond with the different wavelengths of the infrared radiation. And so 
your biggest takeaway, I could you could get real deep in the weeds on this part, but the biggest takeaway is that the different wavelengths of infrared radiation, they serve different purposes in regards to how they impact your body or specifically what you're after in terms of addressing symptoms of Hashimoto's thyroiditis or hypothyroidism. And so for our purposes, I'm describe I'm just going to describe the key benefits of infrared saunas. But keep in mind that the benefits are these are these are corresponding things to different wavelengths on the infrared spectrum. So for example, far infrared, which is the most widely known term, is responsible for deep detoxification and weight loss benefits of an infrared sauna. Middle infrared lights helps to reduce pain and address inflammation, and near infrared is the most is most often associated with skin renewal and wound healing and that sort of thing. So different goals for what you have for your health kind of demand different things from an infrared from the infrared wavelengths or types of infrared saunas. So remember that as you start to look for potentially maybe getting your own sauna or using a sauna to address some of your needs. So one thing that I often get asked is, is infrared light safe? Especially because it's invisible and it's the invisible part of the sun's spectrum. It's part of, you know, sunlight as well. And it's the part of the sun spectrum that actually penetrates the cell tissue. And that reaction of that penetration results in multiple health benefits. And so there have been many, many studies that continue to confirm that there are no known side effects to infrared heat. So just tuck that one away. However, it should be stated that as with any detoxification treatment, it's really important to kind of start slowly and work your way up to longer lengths of time in an infrared sauna. Just as you've heard me say that when you start working out, you should just start with like slowly increasing, or if you're increasing what movement you have, you should start slowly increasing. Or when we're starting to just detox using food and water, like slowly increasing your water intake, we want to do the same thing here. We want it to be gentle on our bodies, and that is going to bring the most benefit. So that is the things that you are going to want to pay attention to. But here is the list of things that an infrared, that using an infrared sauna can help. Number one, it can help relaxation and stress. It can support detoxification. It can offer pain relief, increase circulation, improve weight loss, skin cleansing and anti-aging factors are, there's a lot of benefits there, improving the cardiac function and reducing blood pressure, and also helping wounds to hear more effectively. So there's a really long list, and I think that's pretty cool, especially when you think about some of the challenges that we deal with as people who have hypothyroidism. So the first thing I'm going to mention is relaxation and stress. And so we talk about stress all the time because of its specific impact on the adrenal glands and the adrenals impact on the thyroid. And so managing stress is it has to be an everyday thing. And so this is something that is connected to the HPA axis dysfunction because when there's spikes in cortisol, the stress hormone, then that can have an impact on our other hormone levels like our thyroid. However, when a person is in an infrared sauna, the levels of their hormones, the stress hormones, they do not spike. They actually lower. So that's pretty cool. The other hormones sort of stabilize, and so it helps bring a more stable, balanced hormone level. And that is largely because the body's parasympathetic nervous system kind of takes over in the warm environment of the sauna. It kind of sends those safety signals that we talk about here often and puts our body into a state of complete relaxation. And when our body is in that parasympathetic state, 
then you can tap into your body's ability to actually heal itself, which is not possible when you're living in a state of stress. So this is a really great way to kind of incorporate what we, the daily management of stress in a really, really healthful way. And so I highly suggest that. Second thing, sauna is aiding in the detoxification process. So for most people who have hypothyroidism, giving your liver some support in detox makes a huge impact on how you're feeling. Because when our bodies are under stress from something like Hashimoto's, already there's research that shows that we as people with hypothyroidism can't really detox as effectively as someone who doesn't have it. And so if we can support our livers and our body in general to gently detox at the beginning, then an infrared sauna is a great way to add in just gently allowing our body to clear out toxins without over overstressing our bodies. Unfortunately, we all have toxins in our bodies from things we've been exposed to, whether we can we, we can't control everything, right? And so as as even if we do a great job trying to avoid uh, chemicals and things like that, it's inevitable because we live in the modern world that we are going to have some level of toxins in our body. And so helping to support our body to move it out is really, really helpful. A lot of times too, toxins tend to kind of reside deep within our tissues, especially heavy metals. And so when we sit in an infrared sauna, the infrared light heats us up from the inside out, which makes it possible for us to release toxins more easily. And when we can do that and then sweat and then move out those toxins, we're able to uh, help kind of take the pressure off the tissues in the body and the thyroid where where especially heavy metals are prone to hide. <laughs> I mean, hide. They, it sounds like they have a choice. They just kind of burrow in there. So um, they get stored in there. So using Asana really could help you with that, especially if you get to a point as you are with, when you are working on making some healthy lifestyle shifts and are seeing improvements, but maybe you've kind of hit a plateau or a roadblock in your healing journey. This could be adding in sauna therapy could really be something that kind of helps get you over a hump and, and towards feeling good. The third thing is pain relief. And this is something that so many people who deal with hypothyroidism complain of, just like a dull ache in their muscles or their joints. And so this is something that I experienced a lot before I kind of got my Hashimoto's flare-ups under control. But pain can really, re it's, I mean, it just kind of affects your mood. It affects your sleep. It makes you feel older than you actually are. And it's really important. And so diet is a, plays a critical role in just helping to reduce the inflammation. But infrared saunas are also known to be used for natural pain relief. And so that is something that I would really encourage you to. Basically, they warm up aching muscles and joints and they soothe the pain, even that dull aching pain. There was a study that came out of Japan that showed that chronic pain patients patients uh, experience a significant reduction of pain level, something like 70%, just doing one session of infrared sauna therapy. And as they continued to do it, their pain scores decreased significantly and remained low when they were using uh, the infrared sauna therapy. So that's awesome. So if you're struggling with chronic pain, if you're struggling with even temporary pain, it can really be effective in helping. Additionally, it improves circulation. So a lot of us have intense coldness. This is something that I think that if you have hypothyroidism, you have probably found yourself in a thermostat duel with someone that you live with. I know I did. I still do sometimes. But this oftentimes from, comes from just not having great circulation. And so there was a study in 2005 from the University of Missouri in Kansas City, and the study the study demonstrated that by simply doing 15-minute sauna sessions, 
followed by 30 minutes of relaxation under a warm blanket for two days a week. This blood flow increased a remarkable 68% after just doing those things. 15 minutes of sauna therapy. And then it increased even further after the, the laying under the warm blankets. So sauna therapy can help increase our internal body temperature. It gives our thyroid a much needed break from having to kind of try and regulate our body temperature. And it helps keep us warmer, which I'm always a fan of. The next thing is weight loss. And this is one that I feel like gets a lot of attention. It's really actually incredible how the sauna can encourage weight loss. Basically, as you heat up and you sweat, toxins leave your body, you burn calories, and that trigger, triggers weight loss. In fact, there was a study in the Journal of, uh, what was it? The Journal of the American Medical Association that found that one infrared sauna weight loss session burned up to 600 calories. That's a lot, right? Additionally, there was a study that was done in 2010 that was published in the Canadian Journal of Diabetes that demonstrated that subjects were at, subjects who participated in 20 minutes of sauna sessions three times a week over a three-month period and made no other lifestyle changes, they, they decreased their waist size by 2.3 centimeters in three months. And they didn't do anything else different. They didn't change what they were eating. They didn't change their exercise program or anything. And so if you are already doing some of those healthy lifestyle things, focusing on healthy eating, moving your body consistently, adding in sauna can really help to kind of nudge things in the right direction. Consistent sauna use is the key to achieving weight loss. Um, I think that's pretty cool to just add that in as another tool. Additionally, there are all kinds of studies that demonstrate the benefits for anti-aging and benefits to skin. Um, a lot of that has to do with detoxing as well, is that if we're just not detoxing well, then our, uh, we sh our age shows up more. We kind of are, are, you can see that in the tissues and that includes in our skin. And so I just love that saunas offer a non-invasive way to keep our skin glowing and youthful. I love it. So I have a lot of reasons that I love the sauna. The improvements to cardio function and blood pressure, uh, cardiac issues, a lot of times can co-occur with people who have thyroid disease. So if you fall into this category, know that there is also some research in the Journal of Cardiology that reports that infrared sauna therapy improves the clinical symptoms and cardiac function. They also found that infrared light decreased the heart size in patients with chronic heart failure. What? That's pretty cool. And that it might be, there's still more research to be done here, but there is uh, indicators that infrared sauna is, uh, it's able to lower oxidative stress. But again, more research needs to be done there. So I think this is pretty cool, right? So there are a couple of things that you, reasons that you shouldn't use a sauna. So for example, if you are taking a medication that could impact your heart or your ability to sweat or your um, level of alertness, so some things like diuretics or maybe some heart medications or sedatives or opiates, you're going to want to check with your doctor or pharmacist to see if that's contraindicated. If you have a heart condition that is unstable, again, you're going to want to check with your doctor before starting a sauna regimen. If you are pregnant, it's not recommended for you to, to be in a sauna. If you have breast implants, 
that is also something that you shouldn't do. And I would say that elderly people, you want to use caution and do short times um, and build up. I actually think you should do that with anybody. And also, it's not recommended for kids to use saunas. Um, do When my kids are sick, I do put them in the sauna for very short times because it helps to kind of simulate a fever and cook out the sickness. But you make your own choices. <laughs> All right. I want to give you a few things that you can do today to start moving the needle on how you feel like I always do. Uh, and these, again, aren't going to be things that are going to be all you need to do to see improvement from hypothyroidism or maybe even have massive impact. But the deal with approaching thyroid disease and really any health issues from a holistic perspective is that wins come as culminations of small steps combined together over time. And that is what makes the massive impact. So the first thing I would recommend is to start doing sauna sessions a few times a week. So there are many benefits to using infrared saunas. I love my sauna time. Um, I miss my sauna time. My family is, in, in case you didn't know, my family is traveling the country. We have been for a year. And so at home we have a sauna, but we have had inconsistent sauna access as we've been traveling. But I do love it. And I'm eager. It's one of the things I'm looking forward to, to settling back down into a house again, is to be able to have a sauna. So I recommend if you are getting started, starting with about five or 10 minutes once a week, and then slowly working your way up to 20-minute sessions. And then after about a month of doing 20-minute sessions and feeling good afterwards, you can increase from there. Since there is also the potential for toxins to be reabsorbed if the sweat sits on your skin too long. Ideally, you want to make sure you take a shower after your sauna session, which will just rinse away any of those toxins and prevent it from sitting on your skin. Uh, if you're not able to take a shower, I at least at a minimum recommend getting a towel and wiping the sweat off, which you probably want to do anyway before you move on with your life after a sauna session. But ideally, the, the best case scenario uh, after building, building up to this is using the infrared sauna daily to get the most benefit. And so over time, you can slowly increase the, both the time and the temperature uh, to what works good. It's really important to pay attention to your body. Additionally, you want to make sure that you, once you're sweating, that you, that you aren't feeling faint or fatigued or anything like that. And a lot of that comes down to remaining hydrated. You are going to be wanting to make sure that you are drinking more water, especially after a sauna session. Um, I try to drink extra water before as well. I would encourage you to check in with your local health club or spa to see what sauna options they might have. You can check at your local YMCA or the other health spas in the area. Many places offer like Many gyms offer saunas as a benefit for their members, or other places offer them as kind of like some sort of package where you can do a certain number of sessions, uh, sauna sessions per month. So check out what's available in your area. Another option is to get your own sauna. I'll link up a couple of my favorites that are uh, my favorite sauna brands in the show notes, or you can find them at bit.ly slash thyroid tools. I encourage people to find a brand that they, that would work for them or a model that would work for them. A lot of times you can find them used on like Facebook marketplace, uh, or if Craigslist is a thing in your area, then maybe there, or my family ended up building our own sauna by specially ordering infrared light bulbs and then building a mounting panel out of cedar wood. And it works super well. We placed it in a small closet that we insulated and I will link. I'll share the, the plans that we followed in the show notes, if that's something that's appealing to you. It was really affordable to do it that way. Okay. I'm also going to encourage you to stay hydrated. This is really important. You know, I am big on hydration, but especially if you are going to be stepping up the sweating, 
you're going to get dehydrated if you don't don't address that. So I recommend drinking purified water so that you know you're not putting toxins back into your body through water. Adding in some electrolytes is always a good idea, either through an electrolyte supplement or even just a pinch of Celtic sea salt water or Celtic sea salt in your water. That can just help ensure that your body is well hydrated after a good sweat session. And then last but not least, I am just going to encourage you that even if it is challenging for you to find a way to get some sauna sessions in, I would at a minimum encourage you to find a way to sweat each day, whether it's going for a walk on a warm day, wearing an extra layer of clothing while gardening, doing a session of hot yoga, whatever it needs to be. Sweating is a super important way of promoting healing and detoxification. Infrared saunas just make it easy, but there are many ways to get in a good sweat. And so I would encourage you to do that. Because sweating can be a powerful tool for health, and an infrared sauna just offers so many benefits for people who are dealing with hypothyroidism, including the stress relief, the detox, the pain relief, improved circulation, the weight loss, the clear skin, the lower blood pressure, the wound healing, all of it. It just makes a perfect tool for helping you to get feeling good. And so I would encourage you to do that. All right. So there we have it. Be sure to head over to the show notes to check out the different saunas that I recommend um, and other tools that are helpful. You'll find that at bit.ly slash thyroid dash tools. And you can take the toxic load and liver function quiz there and grab any of the other tools that I have provided for you. So you can find that at bit.ly slash thyroid dash tools. And you can or you can grab the link down down in the show notes. So I hope you're able to apply some of these things, maybe start making some shifts or some moves towards developing your own sauna routine. And I am a firm believer, as always, that when you do it this way, when you make little shifts, when you do when you focus on the doable lifestyle shifts, living a symptom free life with hypothyroidism is totally possible. And I want that for you. Real quick before you go, if this show has helped you in some way, then I know that it'll help others too. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, and then leave a review so that more women can find health and healing too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women who deal with thyroid issues in your circle? Yep, that's right. All you have to do is take a screenshot of this podcast, tag me at natural.thyroid.fix and post it in your stories. Let's light a path for all the other hypothyroid mamas looking for hope and healing and to just feel like themselves again. I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on The Natural Thyroid Fix.